0: ready to roll all right Chaz. welcome back to the grit uh april 24th in bucolic ready to open san clemente california
1: Ooh. already open san clemente california is beach it already is, open beach wise it is um, I, don't, I don't think it's open business wise but beach wise i saw it was ready to when did they open the beaches yeah i think they opened yesterday awesome yeah all but trestles. all the trestles trestles san diego is keeping it locked tight San Diego wants a little-known
0: fact, right? Oh, that my that goodness. actually lies in San Diego.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, it is. San Diego should do a better job taking credit for lowers completely. I mean, it knocks out one of one of Orange County's claimed fames. But I've always given it to to uh, San Clemente purely because that's where you start your journey into the Trestle. I guess unless you came by boat.
0: Uh right. Or or is it because or is it most associated with San Clemente because? San Clemente surfers are best known for shredding the wave.
1: Well, and I mean, that's the this is the town, right? I mean, the nearest town, right. San Diego town, would be Oceanside, which is so very far away. Totally. So, yeah.
0: So, I actually blame, now I'm angry at San Diego, San for Diego even trying to reach its grubby little fingers up into the orange curtain.
1: Especially especially when they're trying to keep it locked down. Talk about the orange orange curtain. I mean, the stinking, whatever San Diego's color curtain is, rude. What color would San
0: Diego be if it were mm-hmm. a
1: color? The brown curtain. There you go. Padres are brown, right? I think what is I brown?
0: Think... The Padres? Yeah, yeah. The Padres right. are brown.
1: Uh, I think that, I, th- I mean, for sure the Padres are the only major league baseball team that's brown. And I was going to say the only American professional sports team. But then there is the Cleveland Browns whose name is even brown. That's true. <laughs> that yeah. is a good point. What are they named after? <laughs> the uh, Browns? Yeah. I have no idea. It's a good
0: question. It is. Yeah, I'm curious look it up after the fact too bad we don't have a producer
1: yeah I know um,
0: we are at Album Surfboards though which is the last bastion of um, I don't
1: know normalcy it did I mean it feels normal here and maybe we shouldn't say that because they're probably supposed to be I mean the surf shop's closed right
0: yeah but it's there's no reason not to say it you got Larissa's upstairs Uh, i'd say 50 feet away from anybody who's down from the one person who's downstairs nate is 20 feet away from anybody else it's all spread out yeah we're in the quarantine clean room it's perfect eight feet apart i'd say
1: bastion a bastion of sanity and nice to um just be surrounded by all the beautiful surfboards so true i really drool every time i walk down downstairs
0: um so what's new since I saw you last week any are you sick is anybody in
1: your family sick no sickness I mean I think how do you even get sick in this day and age anymore
0: uh, you'd have to touch a surface that somebody or walk through particles of air where somebody else walked through who had it
1: I love that San Diego was so draconian about or that everybody was so draconian about closing down beaches uh, did you see that sunlight has a positive effect on killing the coronavirus?
0: no I didn't see. yeah that.
1: <laughs> That yep. is funny. Yep.
0: Are you wearing a mask when you go out in public? No,
1: but I have to wear a mask now. It just became law like this week down. So no more no more even donning the door of a grocery store without your face covered.
0: Uh, do you own one?
1: Uh, somebody, a friend... Uh, made some for the family. So yeah, so I guess I do own one. Okay. I own a mask. I just leave it in the car because the only time I use it is when I have to go to the grocery store.
0: I know, it's hard to remember. I know. Even if it is in your car, it's hard to remember to grab it. Remember when we outlawed um, shopping bags? Yeah. Or single-use bags anyways? So, It took me, I don't know, nine months to remember to bring the bag into the car. Now- Canceled. Yeah. Now it's going to take me nine months to remember to leave it in the car because you're not allowed to
1: bring them in. It took me like two years to, to learn to remember- and now, but now it's so, yeah, you're exactly right. It's just so rote. It's the thing I do is grab the grocery store bags before I head out the door. Yeah. And now no more.
0: I walk up to Trader Joe's and they're like, you're
1: not allowed to bring that inside.
0: So I just leave it on the ground outside. I'm not. Th- there's no chance I'm walking back to the car. No. To drop it off. No. So there's a pile of my bag and everybody else's bag out in front of Trader Joe's. Just
1: litter now. I mean, this dang coronavirus yeah. just caused us all to be litter bugs again.
0: Here's my question. I've just started wearing a mask. Yep. I don't own a mask. So I, I had a bandana. And so I'm just using a cowboy style bank robber bandana. Yeah. Um, okay, so side note, before I get to my point is, I then pull it down when I'm going about my day and I'll find myself half the day, just have it around my neck like a handkerchief basically. So you're going back to old, wild west, old school style. Totally. I mean, yeah. And I realize, like, oh, you see people wearing that around their neck now and it's strictly an affect. It's, you know, it's like a aesthetic, sure. just a look. Thing. Now it's function. It's yeah. fully function. Now I realize where that look came to be was out of function. You go into rob a bank or do or work, let's say, with cattle. Yeah. So you cover your mouth. Sure. You and then you pull it down to go in the barn to do whatever else you need to do. Totally.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a look. It's funny that band I mean, the that's the only ads I get served these days, uh, when I'm cruising the internet are face covering advertisements totally which is i wonder what the what the face cover industry is clocking right now
0: i don't know but remember i said like four or five weeks ago somebody will get rich through this process yep somebody who does that like what it'll be is and this brings us back to my original point is somebody who can create one with a better filter yep um my original point was who's washing their masks most people have masks even the n95 masks let's say that they got at the beginning of this they're probably reusing the same one over and over and over so if you you're using it to prevent the spread of COVID but if you go into Costco and come in contact with COVID there and it's in your mask then you throw your mask on the center console of your car then you pick that up and go into Trader Joe's you're now transferring it to Trader Joe's how many people are washing their masks is zero, my
1: question zero percentage of the people that's what i think no not one person is washing their mask
0: and the mask just becomes the conduit for the virus i mean
1: after it's going to be funny always is hindsight to see the studies that like to realize what we were doing totally wrong Complete in you know six months a year down the road people are going to look back on this time and say okay wait a second Closing the beaches was idiotic. We should have... And closing parks. We should have been encouraging people to be outside as much as they could. Stay away from each other, but be outside. Locking yourself in your home is the absolute worst thing you could do. Completely. There's going to be all these kinds of things that come out. And yeah, it's funny that... I guess it's just humans. We all think we're so smart. See, this is my beef with science right here. Not that I have a beef with science, but making science everything. Is because in the moment, we think you know we have all available material, but it takes humans years and months at the earliest years normally to work through what actually happened like we're pretty smart hindsight we n- yeah. yeah we're not very very smart in the moment
0: which also reminds me like whoever shouting the loudest at the onset you should probably just ignore immediately yeah you know yeah and level level heads kind of take a little bit of time to process information sure. and check it against other information and that's the information you often should wait for
1: anybody anybody who says to they know definitively this that or the other thing especially when something like this even though of course it's not unprecedented there's been pandemics through human history but every pandemic i think is unique right in totally. that both how the disease itself and then where it's occurring how it's spreading you know and the world changes, too. Like, you know, the density and population and right. all of it. But you know. Well,
0: my advice to anybody listening is uh, wash your face mask. Because So with the bandana one, it starts to stel- smell like my awful breath, like I'm drinking coffee right now. So it's going to smell like that. And by the afternoon, I'm like, God, this thing needs to get washed. So that, But then I realized all those N95 masks, they're just not washable. They're not washing You washable. have to throw them out. None. But those things are such a hot commodity that if you own one, you wouldn't dare throw it out.
1: Except for the fact that does the N95 mask do appreciably more? I'm, it would do appreciably more of guarding you, I guess, from breathing it in. But that's not why you're wearing a mask, right? That's, you're well, We are all wearing masks so we don't spit on each other, right. right? Yeah. Is that the whole point?
0: Yeah. Like if you have yes it is the point if you have it and you uh, not only spit but just you're speaking into the air let's call it ejaculating (laughs) your uh, your viscera into the air then people can walk through it and catch the virus it lingers in the air and on surfaces yeah so you're preventing from
1: yeah you know one of the worst part for me Hmm. a real crusher that I've just learned basically to live blind is you know me I'm a sunglass indoors kind of guy, right? Yes. I If it's fluorescent lighting, like so grocery stores, all any place that's bright, sunglasses on. With my mask on, my sunglasses are always fogging up. Mm-hmm. And so I just have learned, I'm not gonna take the sunglasses off, I have to have the mask on. There's no solution other than me now bumping into people in the grocery store because I can't see because my glasses are so fogged. So, yeah, okay. Trouble. I got
0: it yeah i guess i thought the logical solution would be to remove the sunglasses no, no. i didn't realize that wasn't an option <laughs>
1: no, that's see and so somebody will come up with a for the next round for the next pandemic also along with the mask a fogless sunglass
0: dude I don't think anti fog technology actually exists. They a- they advertise it in every snow goggle, every snorkel goggle.
1: But if it's more, all of them fog up, if you have if you have moisture in there and or whatever the, whatever makes fog heat and moisture, whatever the combination is, it's going to fog no matter what you have on there. So you know what we
0: need to do. This is how we're going to get rich. Yeah. Class action lawsuit yep. for two things that we start here and we get all of our listeners to sign on to. Perfect. First one is against the anti-fogging industry. Yep. Because that's a boldface lie. Is it boldface or baldface? Baldface. Baldface yep. lie. Second one against the seedless industry. Oh yeah. Every watermelon I ever bought that had a seedless sticker on it was full of seeds. Seeds everywhere. No white ones.
1: They're not always the black ones. Never the black ones. Yeah. But, but little, it doesn't. White
0: the sticker doesn't say. This is void of black seeds. It says seedless. Seedless.
1: It should say black seedless. Correct. Yeah. That's so true. Those are good class actions. Let's get rich, dude. I heard, I heard that there might be, could be, maybe will be, probably not, but it's fun to think about, a class action lawsuit of surfers against the state of California. No way. Boom. Would you sign on to that? Sure. All right. i don't know what the i don't trampled. know what
0: the uh, lawsuit's all about but yeah
1: i'm in just trampling rights never you can never do that again yeah i don't know if we'd win money i, I mean i'd want some money right absolutely you need money money
0: like, is the signifier that you're an actual winner
1: sure and so what did we how much what is the value on what dollar value do you put on let's say an average surf session what is that worth to you
0: well because I'm arguing to win this money back, I'm yeah. going to say $500. But what $500 I, per session? Yeah, because this is what I'm going to get paid out. If you're asking me what I would pay for
1: that session, yeah, I'm going to give you
0: $50.
1: Okay, so would you... So that that is worth... Every time you go out, between health benefits, between the pleasure you get, between whatever, you feel that that is a $50 value. Yes. So, yeah, okay. Well, I...
0: I say that because it's based on what I can afford to pay and how often I surf as well. Sure, but also I mean I get way more value out of it than that, but I wanna surf, you know, multiple times a week and I sure. can only fit this into my yeah. budget. So I'm saying fifty bucks for me personally. So
1: I think so I think I think we could if we establish that every session is worth fifty dollars to every surfer, let's give the Val's let's say that's worth even hundred and twenty bucks to the Valve, right? Because the Val's learning curve is such that he needs those no, i mean i guess it all evens out let's just say 50 bucks uh california surfers should get together and yeah and all the days that you would have surfed tabulate them up and that is what the government owes you for taking away your right this is
0: under the consideration that uh, with the benefit of hindsight in six or ten months we're going to realize all the things that we did wrong during quarantine completely okay we were... so then we're retroact we're going back and saying hey now you owe us punitive damages. You have
1: punitive damages mm-hmm. for, for overreaching. I mean, it happens all the time, right? They, they over- Totally. Reached in terms of applying the law. The only way they're not going to do that in the future is to really sting them.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I
1: like this. Yeah, it's good. And by the way, how could you even
0: tabulate all of the damage that's been done from the sedentary lifestyle that they forced us to I mean, that's the
1: thing. We could we could add more than 50 bucks. I totally. mean, it's not only that they took that away, it's that they added day drinking, right. that eating habits, right. oversleeping. Habits is the key. Exactly. So these
0: things that I'm now doing are going to become my habit for the next, you know, year that I need to break. Yeah. Like okay, so that's exactly right. Once we get out of quarantine, sure, life will go back to normal somewhat. But I guarantee you people will spend more time at home. Netflix will have more hours of viewership post-quarantine than we ever had
1: pre-COVID-19. Yep, people are used to it now. People are so used totally. to their sedentary, sitting around. Nobody's going outside. People are still going to be afraid, right? Yeah. There's going to be fear. That's
0: They owe us so much money, dude.
1: A so, lot of money. But who's, who are the we billing for this? The state of California. It's It'll be surfers v state of california
0: okay i i do i like that because i feel like their coffers just pay out tens of millions of dollars sure to like somebody who got uh thrown on the ground too hard when they were arrested or whatever so i don't know where that money comes from by the way yeah where does all this stimulus package money come
1: from where does like the from the state or from the fed in either scenario the fed so the fed is just pumping money out right now right and it's for
0: payroll protection loan program everything i forget
1: what the number is but it's crazy. But did you know hundreds of billions? But theoretically the Fed or they say the Fed made money after the financial crisis. Did you know that?
0: Because they okay so that's I would I don't know that but that's probably because they're not giving us this money. This money is a loan. It's an interest.
1: Yeah there's interest on it. Right. So they made money on the uh after the yeah the financial 2008 by the way, 2000 whatever financial or they're crisis.
0: going to make money on it. I doubt that they has did. all been paid back yet. They did.
1: They made money. It's they, already they, past the point of done. Banking. Yeah, they've made they they made money. The Fed made money on the financial crisis. Because I was going to suggest that
0: Hemingway is the one who's going to pay back our loans that we're getting right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the ones I think people really complain about the big like about money going to big business, the bailout bailout stuff. But those big businesses pay it back. I think. I mean, they don't just get it. It's not free money, right? And so, yeah, I think the money that comes to you. And you, did you get your 1200 bucks? Not yet. Okay, no. yeah. I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting a $1,200. But uh, I think you had to do something. I mean, you didn't have to do anything, but I think you have to have made whatever it was. I'm not getting it. But anyway, uh, yeah, the, that's not payable. Yeah, that's never, never getting paid back, of course. I
0: thought it was. No. The $1,200 stimulus package is free money. That's free money. Yeah. Where does the government get that money?
1: They just print money. I mean they just they pump can't it just in. print money. They do. They pump it into the economy. They they have to watch out for both deflation and inflation, but as long as those metrics are okay, they can just keep pumping money into the economy. You know what? Um, somebody I, mean, I would someday like you know, to believe
0: you. I tend to feel there's somebody listening right now who's like a financial expert who has an answer that's
1: I, more sophisticated than that. For sure, but I think I'm right here. I think as okay. long as long because The only thing backing the dollar right now, right? We're no longer gold standard. The only thing backing the dollar is faith in the dollar. So as long as people continue to have faith in the dollar, then you can have as many dollars in flooding the world as you want, right? As soon as somebody starts thinking there's too much money, then things, I can't remember if they deflate or inflate, but that's what the only thing that matters and I can't wait for the listener feedback on this one, but I think the only (laughs) thing that matters is deflation-inflation. Since the dollar is no longer tied to anything real, you can... Only thing that matters is confidence in that dollar. The the fact that a dollar is worth $1. If enough people stop believing that and think that dollar is worth either less or more, then you get inflation or deflation.
0: I understand the concept. However, I think that there's still a balance sheet somewhere, and if those dollars are they're coming from a different portion there's not there's an
1: there's an infinite the the Fed my mind is blown right now yeah the Fed can print infinite dollars the only thing that matters is confidence in the dollar so as long as there's confidence so then what is
0: the why is there a um, you know like a a, a get a deficit right now like a
1: Yeah, I mean that's why people people who don't care about the deficit say it doesn't matter. That's just a that is a number. I mean theoretically, you know, some a lot of that is debt we owe China and things like that. Yeah, but but that's why people don't. Many people don't care so much about it. I think is because yeah, it's a bummer, and if it gets too large, that's a bummer. But there's no number that's too large, right? I mean, you could think it's too large at a trillion, and then you blow past a trillion. Now it's two trillion, and then you think. And then it's four trillion, like the only thing that matters is confidence. My mind is blown yeah there, I can't there's not even, even take it all in There's money, according to Chasmith. let's see how right <laughs> I <laughs> Let's see how right I am about this is yeah, my armchair armchair financial analysis of uh, the u s economy
0: which we usually save um, financial advice, uh, political <laughs> advice, uh, hygiene advice, all for barrel or not. But we're starting early with it today.
1: There's such a a dearth of surf news. We've we've got to.
0: Before I get to the little bit of surf news that there is, I will recommend to you and to everybody else, um, quarantine date night recommendation. Ooh, what do you got? So I found myself, I uh, recently moved in. Right, yep, we moved in with my girlfriend together into a new place.
1: It's all so far, it's still all roses. It's all roses. no yeah, yeah. no fights.
0: So it's been about a month now is the beginning of April that we did it. um but we we're spending all of our nights together for months and months prior to that. So anyways, we made a move in together. But here's the problem is we're not going out. There's not a lot of social activity. so you're with the same exact person over and over, and we found ourselves in a routine where it's like, cook dinner together turn on the tv and sit around watching tv which is the death of any relationship no matter how much you love somebody that's just the end of it right that's the end and i could never even see myself or predict myself getting into that level of it's nothing else to do right but there's nothing else to do so last night i'm like hey let's do a date night let's go get food to go and laguna beach there's all these little sneaky spots where there's benches down individual streets Right there's larger seating areas and parks which I know are going to be closed off but are there are
1: I think Laguna's is open isn't it
0: turns out it's closed oh so i knew though again sneaky spots where even if the big ones are closed we'll find a sneaky one so let's go get to go food here's the trick though everybody's going to be trying to do it at sunset certainly the people that live in those neighborhoods so we'll wait till after sunset and do it over the moonlight it's a beautiful or late diners anyways wine. right
1: it's a beautiful warm warm evenings bring a bottle of wine perfect drinking outdoors yeah. so i packed
0: linen napkins flatware all that sort of stuff go get the food to go we show up at this cul-de-sac every single cul-de-sac was full of cars oh yeah of people with food like spread out on their dashboard everybody in laguna beach is doing date night in their car car picnic just to watch the sunset and beyond over the water
1: so we, where did you guys just join them yeah or yeah you we just sat just parked in, car? in a
0: cul-de-sac like that's we literally had the conversation we're like well what do we do now do we go home no, no, no! Let's just do it. This yeah. is a beautiful location. Can you imagine a better location? We could turn the music on. You know, roll the windows down, get some of the ocean air.
1: I kind of like that.
0: It was epic. Yeah, I kind of like that. Night.
1: If you were in Encinitas, you'd get written up for that.
0: Which I don't understand. I still don't understand that rule.
1: I mean, they're in San Diego's insane. San Diego's San Diego County is so dumb, and San Diego, the cities, are so awfully run. Like San Diego is just an embarrassment. It's a straight up draconian. Gestapo embarrassment.
0: It it really has defied all logic. Yeah,
1: like especially everywhere else now is open. San Diego is still again. I said it last week. They locked the walking trail down after again no new cases. Whatever. They're continuing to lock stuff down in San Diego County.
0: What do you think is behind that decision?
1: They're idiots. They're. I mean, pro- I know it's it's easy to say politicians are idiots, but I think that San Diego politicians are proper idiots. Like I, I think they so, get scared. I, <sighs> they get they see a case, they get scared. They're having like. Their old constituents, you know, the older constituents are always the one that that make the most noise, right? And so you have an old lady tattletale. Right, there's people at the park, and so then they freak out and they close down the park. You know, it's just squeaky wheel gets the grease. I think Orange County and LA County are normal. I think San Diego is just a, at least governmentally, a piece of garbage.
0: You could be entirely right. I'd almost want to believe that it's uh, more nefarious than that.
1: But who's who would be paying? I mean, who would be paying them off to close stuff down? I think they're honest to goodness proper retards. Yeah, it's a it bummer. An,
0: yeah, that was an interesting um, emphasis for the <laughs> word retard.
1: <laughs> retard. Who was it? what movie is it in where he says retard? It's, I don't know. It's from a movie where he keeps mispronouncing. Them. It's so <laughs> funny, and everybody busts him down for saying retard. It might be. Uh, what I, is it? I feel it's Kenny Powers really it's it's i think it's the kenny powers actor somebody a listener danny will know. mcbride yeah a listener will know um
0: kenny Powers best one of the best characters of, on television of all time
1: i mean the first season of eastbound down is is in I mean, the hall of fame of i know first seasons of anything
0: i almost need to rewatch. i think i do need to rewatch. watch yeah
1: um
0: and while i always love danny mcbride he will never ever hit that pinnacle no again. no no like everything else is just like a lesser version of Kenny and like a re-warmed up
1: version. He smashed Kenny Powers so yeah. far out of the park. I mean, everything from the Kenny Powers character backstory to like, it was just perfect. Did, <clears throat> totally. You're, you're never a baseball fan, yeah?
0: Yeah, I grew up playing baseball.
1: Did, uh, did you remember John Rocker? No John Rocker was I think it must have been I mean they must have Based so yes. much Kenny Powers know. The, Yeah it's the pitcher Who would always say Racist stuff and, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Vice Did a little
0: expose On him yeah. When Kenny Powers okay. Was on TV Yeah um, And any time That anybody posts Reposts that footage Of him at Myrtle Beach On the boogie board Like they did on Beach Grid In yeah. the comments section Recently I rewatch it Every single time It's
1: the funniest Surf moment Ever caught On camera. I mean, it's a perfect, perfect summation of what we do. Him on his boogie. Him trying to cut the leash and the knife won't (laughs) (laughs) go. It's really funny. Um, Okay, so let's actually get into a little bit of surf. We do have some surf news. Surf news. I was was being pessimistic about the surf news, but there is fun surf news.
0: There's a lot of stuff um, to discuss. Firstly, I would like to know how you feel about getting scooped by Stab on the Surfline CEO surfing
1: cottons. Oh, I missed it. Uh, did he?
0: Um, they printed that and then retracted it later, they put like an editor's note at the bottom going, actually, while we said that the Surfline, not CEO, uh, one of the owners of Surfline was surfing cotton. So they wrote this article about cottons being open to the wealthy people who live there yeah. and being able to surf it while just, you know, yards, hundreds of yards down the beach is trestles and nobody's allowed to surf Closed. trestles. And police officers are sitting on the beach watching guys catch waves at Cotton's, but those waves are only accessible to the wealthy who live there. Um, the article was taken down. And classic classic it, stab. I know. So then somebody sent me, they're like, hey, what'd you, did you see that article about the Surfline owner surfing while he's setting out a mandate on their website to not surf? And I was like, no, I didn't see it. And he goes, oh, I'll send it to you. He gets back to me. He's like, dude, it's not there anymore. But he was able to find it through Google cash
1: yes yeah, yeah and
0: then send me the old article of it but i don't know why they
1: deleted it oh, or took it down cool. uh, see this so classic stab stab i think tries to be edgy I, th- th- oh man this makes me stutter uh yeah they just they don't know what they're doing and then so they do stupid stuff like that all the time so i was going to ask you
0: as a kind of website owner i know articles have been taken down off beach fit in the past what is the policy for when to actually take something off versus retract it and then thirdly to not put the author's name on the article because that article on stab was just written by Editors. Stab.
1: yeah that never that I think okay. that that is the so I think that's really rude of any any news organization who does that unless that's their thing right unless articles are written no article has any byline then that's great you know if that's your choice as a website that's fine stab The articles are written by people, and then the ones that they don't want to catch flack for, like their crap advertorial, are written by the editors, right? And then they also will—Stab will write some, too. Just own it if you're going to do it, I think. If you already have bylines, then own it, A. So beach grit, not one of our stories is ever. I think we Derek and I did it once, and it felt so bad. I think we did it as a story as the editors or something.
0: Well, because right? there's probably stories that are collaborative pieces.
1: Yeah, this one was, and it was like, but it, it just feels rotten. And so now Derek and I will we'll take it, or you know, who surf ads or Gen Z or whoever. But there's always a byline, even if the byline is somebody's, you know, discus discuss. Right. Do you still know? Is it pronounced discus or discuss?
0: I pronounce it discuss
1: you'd assume it's discuss but it's spelled discus of course yeah yeah anyhow so yeah so that's our policy I th- I find like hiding to be real especially if you're gonna throw a rock to like you know dress all in black and go out at night and you know pitch a stone at someone and not be willing to cop it right is awful the for taking down stuff for us I think we've only taken down two or three. Uh, I've only taken down one. I'm, I mean, uh, my policy is when you fail, you leave it up as a monument to failure, uh, and you just put a "We were wrong" or, or follow it with another retraction. Uh, yeah, just a laughing, you know, "Oops, we were wrong about this." Yeah, story. Um, the all if if I've written something and it got someone in trouble, and they really ask to take it down for whatever legal thing, we've done that before just to help somebody out. Uh, where the story had already run, it was it was just you know nobody's clicking on it anymore anyway. It was like dead, and some guy said I you know can't remember what it was. It was like the story came up when he was trying to get a job or something like that. Then, so I I've deleted one of those, but that's it. And then I think the other
0: one that I remembered was had a logical reason, which was. Derek wrote a piece or did an interview with Maurice Cole yeah. that was going to run in the Surfers Journal. Yes, and definitely. so they wanted to wait until it prints. Yep, and he ran it on the website, and then he got the no- probably got the notice from them like, "Hey, yeah. do you mind holding that until we run it?" Exactly, first? exactly. So,
1: I've done that accidentally yeah. too, where yeah. you know printed something from the journal where the journal was like, "Hey, we paid you for this story." Right, and. You know, we haven't run it on our... You
0: scooped us on your own story. Exactly. So, so oops. But well, I read through the Stab uh, Google Cache version of it, there was nothing in the article that made me feel like it was worth... Um, deleting? Deleting, yeah. So, so did I'm not they, I mean, sure. Did they Maybe say... they just
1: got heat from Surfline themselves. Who cares, though? I mean, Surfline is your competitor. Stab is so weak, lily-levered, weak-willed, spineless. But, well, I mean, did they say, like, it was a rumor, or did they actually know that he was, or was that the problem? So the
0: one retraction... <clears throat> The only retraction was that the surfline owner was surfing at Cottons, because at the bottom of the article it said "Editor's Note": in earlier version of this article, it suggested trestles. no at Cottons.
1: Yeah, but it, did it suggest that he was surfing trestles no, or something? No. Okay.
0: It said it suggested an earlier version of this article suggested that a surfline owner was surfing Cottons during this, uh, you know, beach shutdown. That was incorrect information. So that was the only retraction. The article itself, I presume, was presented otherwise the same, but the article got deleted after that. So apparently they posted the article, then edited the article and with deleted. that little retraction, and then the third action was deleting the article as
1: a whole. So embarrassing. But I,
0: reading the article as a whole, I still didn't understand why it was deleted, other than, like I said, maybe Surfline was just pissed that they were pointing the finger of shame at them because really it was about... These wealthy uh, owners on this stretch of beach are able to surf this point by themselves while everything else is shut down, and there's also no cameras at Cotton's. Like, why are there no cameras at Cotton's? Yeah, it's because it would then become more crowded, presumably, and it would, you know, and the owner of Surfline. Li- the implication is the owner of Surfline lives in this community. He wouldn't want to crowd out his. Local beach.
1: I mean, like for me, at least journalistically, let the people decide, right? Like if you do something, I I cross over the line so many times, like I say right things that I regret later. But if I went and deleted every one of them, I feel like, I mean, it's just silly. Like you just, we are in the public space, in the public sphere, and the stuff that goes out there, right or wrong. I feel to nanny state the reader like even if I'm embarrassed about it it's I mean it's what I wrote what I was feeling you know even if my feeling changed which this kind of I mean I don't know stab stab both the lack of journalistic integrity that stab has and no clear direction I mean it's not like beach grit is a bastion of integrity but beach grit has what goes up stays up, you know, like 99.99% of the time. Everything we've, I mean, uh, there's, I think there's, I think I've written 6,000 articles on BeachGrit. <laughs> uh, Derek's written three, I mean, there's there's tens of thousands of pieces on BeachGrit, right? And yeah. it, and we've literally deleted two. Yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, I, we're
0: going to come back to this in Barrel or not. Nah. This directly relates in regard to like standing behind past behavior yeah so we'll cycle back or circle back to this um i want to read or share thoughts on a piece that i read on um beach grit i think Surfads wrote it about what the surfing world will look like post covid the end the end so um that's basically kind of what he was saying was you know uh Travel's gonna be a lot more expensive. Like, look, the economics of flying change. If you have to space people out, even if it's not six feet in the future, it's not gonna be as tightly crammed as it was before. I mean, they
1: were running hot with the cramming people in. Like, economy had just gotten down to, I mean, just sardine can.
0: Right, And, um, but I'm gonna take one small bit of that article and kind of ask your, elaborate on it. If travel gets more expensive, and also, there's a lot more. There's a lot less uh, sponsorship dollars floating around. Will the QS cease to exist? Present to me, restate your theory. Firstly, so we could set the topic about the CT being the lost leader for the profit-generating business that is the QS, which isn't overtly stated by the WSL, but it is your theory.
1: That's my theory. So they're making money on those QSs while they're losing money on most of the CTs.
0: Which I think that is. Um, pretty widely acknowledged that the C T loses money, right? The championship tour loses money. Yes. So your theory is that the QS is funded by both municipalities municipalities. And surfers. Surfers paying an entrance fee.
1: Yeah, the twelve hundred bucks or what's the entrance fee? I'm not sure. Uh, I it's somewhere on Beach Grid. I've found what it was before. But it's some it's some substantial enough amount. It's I don't think it's 1200 But it's some substantial enough amount. And those QSs have how many surfers in them? Like 240? Tons. Yeah. I mean, they just like so Tons. many. Tons. Yeah. Tons. Where I think the entrance fee, and again, I could be totally wrong here, but the entrance fee seems like it would be enough to more or less pay for the event itself. Right. And then you're just... You know, between municipality funds, sponsor dollars, you know, and of course you have to pay, you know, yeah, the money makers. It
0: is a profit generating event, whereas the CT are lost leaders. Yes. But you get thousands of surfers from around the world doing these QSs. And by the way, there's QSs prior to COVID all the time. There's, mean, they're happening all the time that aren't even covered by any of us.
1: I wonder if what's going to happen is there's going to be no qualifying series, as it were. There's going to be local then surf events. So California will have, you know, the four, like a, it won't be a qualifying series because it can't be. But it'll be, you know, there'll be a couple events in Santa Cruz, a couple events in Huntington, a couple events in, in San, San Diego where you get like regional tours happening. And I don't know that, though, it's even owned or operated or anything by the those WSL. Those things already exist yeah.
0: that aren't owned or operated by the WSL. So let's play this thought out, though. If there's not enough... First of all, surfers won't be able to travel to those events. Yeah. So the C- the QS, whose customer was the surfers themselves, no longer has a customer base, in theory, moving out of this. Yeah. So the QS is crippled. There will not be a QS, no. presumably. Um. What happens to the WSL at that point? If they don't have the profit generating machine, there aren't surfers through the feeder system even coming up to the CT level. Well, I mean, that's where, do, the, where do we stand at that
1: point? I mean, I just think that they what they try, what they're very obviously clearly trying to do and trying as quickly as they can, uh, and I wrote about it on Beach Grid, is to, I mean, now the WSL just looks like a, a pretty bad surf blog, right? I mean, it's like a surf blog with, fairly suspect design and very suspect content, right? They they can't generate content or they can generate it, but it's none of it's good, right? I mean, maybe I'm just a jerk, but Homebreak Challenge and they're kind of you know, I mean, how many times can you see a John John interview or any of those guys interviewed, like, it's what makes for me at least, Beach Grit fun and why Beach Grit's a whole lot bigger than the WSL is because we can cover stuff that touch surfing, but are not just surfing, right? Like yeah. sharks or like uh, economics or, I mean, the stories that I did uh, the when taking Daughter to uh, yeah. Europe, those things got clicked on hundreds of thousands of times, which, you know, that's not surf content and nothing the WSL has ever tried to do nor could do, I don't think. And so they're really stuck now competing basically with STAB at that number which is you know stab maybe gets 300,000 400,000 clicks a month which is fine but that doesn't run this business right and so if you're gonna have then a truncated tour 16 flying around basically using that for more content I mean that's probably their play right is that to continue to try to push selling TV shows about surfing you know whatever else about surfing and surf lifestyle stuff and then have a like 16 person tour like sort of i wonder if they'll rebrand the dream tour have 16 guys fly put them on a boat you know make it look like almost reality show where you film it all you film behind the scenes you film all this but it's you know all yeah a reality show slash competition doesn't UFC they I mean they have the ultimate fighter or whatever that thing is called which WSL is trying to do but I would imagine that that's how the tour looks coming out of this that QS it's no longer a feeder series and they're gonna have to totally restructure I would imagine the way you get to be up in the top 16 because you're not going to be able to there's no way some kid from Brazil who was bootstrapping a QS he like which surf ads mentioned too there's going to be quarantine restrictions for the foreseeable foreseeable future in any of these countries so kid from brazil goes to australia he probably has to sit in a hotel room for five or six days or whatever before i mean there's going to be rules and weird stuff like this in place that it's going to be a full patchwork though right i mean different countries are going to have different so yeah again to his point he he pointed it out beautifully as did you that just that the QS is no longer feasible in the future in the way which it is, is a
0: lot more substantial than the headline itself seems because of what you said about this QS being the actual profit generator profit for scene. the whole thing. Yeah. You know.
1: And I just don't see how again uh, this whole thing has been confusing ever since Dirk Ziff got it where okay like I get like the it seemed like initially they thought surfing is so sexy that we will get Samsung and all these Jeep and all these guys, which initially they did for, I, you know, I think those deals were kind of pennies on the dollar. But still, even all those major sponsors, except for Jeep, fell off before the coronavirus apocalypse. Oh, yeah. And so it very clearly doesn't work as either straight eyeballs. I mean, the, all of it's broken. I don't know what, in terms of what they want it to be. It's, it's beautiful in terms of, you know, uh, for a lot of reasons, but... Mm-hmm i mean not their content but we all love the idea of a pro surfing tour right
0: of course and we love i love even the events that they were producing last year i loved watching all of them and talking about it of course i mean it's, it's but but it's an identity crisis which is you know um the wsl becoming the surf blog or the content company that they are currently being certainly in COVID, but even prior to COVID that doesn't quite jive with the economics of running a world tour with this feeder system and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's,
1: I just, I think going forward... They have different objectives, too. But I I think they're going to, the tour is going to be a content factory for the WSL moving forward. It's going to be truncated. It's going to be knocked down to 16. They're going to let their girlfriends come and they're going to, it's going to be like WSL tour wives, you know, it's the
0: ultimate shark jump. If that happens, but that's
1: what they're going to do. I mean, I feel that that's, they've already positioned as we are now content and media, they have their biggest, most well-known asset as a media company is the tour It's not going to be seen and it'll have a sporting element to it. But I guarantee there's going to be so much around with like working out with Michelle Perez, you know, that is so false, so flat. The only reason, so what you're,
0: the reality show model that you're talking about, let's take Bravo as the prime example that you would want to follow for success. The only reason Bravo exists is because every one of those real housewives knows or even if she doesn't know, they are a character who just wants the camera in their face and they will get into the biggest fight with the other housewives because they know that boosts their Instagram followers. None of those athletes on the world tour want to be that person.
1: Not the existing ones, but that's 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 the surfer of the future.
0: But which surfer that we... Even on the tour right now, are there any that could be that celebrity in that world? Would do that turning point for us? I,
1: I think if you really like if Elo was really willing to cheese out, you know, his Stokid and all that, like he could be I mean you need bad guys, you need you need complex characters, but I think Elo could play to a almost a trope like the happy Brazilian, right? Which I think his
0: is all as a means to like surf more.
1: Sure. I mean, none of them existing today. No, none of the. Yeah, none of them. Every one of those surfers signed up to be a professional surfer. They didn't sign up to be an entertainer. The WSL moving forward is going to have to have entertainers who surf, which, which is
0: just doesn't. But Paul Fisher,
1: maybe. kind of except he they, could they get to, Fisher? They're gonna have to. I mean, Paul Fisher would crush for them right now. You would imagine. Yeah, right? I mean, he Paul would Fisher be the would,
0: crossover athlete.
1: I mean, Paul Fisher truly. The WSL should have thrown whatever he was asking his way a long time ago because paul fisher is above reproach in terms of his surfability right i mean obviously he's not a like he's, a plus pro but he's he's a world class surfer he's a world class surfer who is very 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 funny who never had the gloves on like always would ask the awkward funny questions and Hilarious. like he was just really good at that kind of stuff Chris Cote, God bless him, is not Paul Fisher because all these guys are... Everybody they've had is too, I think, close to the people they're covering. They're too close to the subject, for one, and then also have a real... You could just see they don't want to be uncomfortable. Paul Fisher was just laughing, right? Like, oh, yeah. There was no such thing as uncomfortable for him yeah. where you need somebody with that kind of gene who can surf, but who is that? It, you know, it's not Chris Cote. Uh, it's certainly not Sal Maskela. It's like, where's your... I mean, yeah, where's your talent for this? Or, or to even to even start pulling this thing together. But this is well, this is the kind of question. Those people,
0: Sal Mascala and Chris Cote are commentators. Fisher isn't. Fisher is the on-screen a talent. Personality. Like yeah. yeah, he is the guy who you want to follow around, not ask other people questions, although he was great at that too. I mean when Paul, he was doing fish tales.
1: But Paul Fisher's Paul Fisher's WSL could be even if it was just an eight minute segment a week, that's the only content of them I would watch. I would would watch that religiously. No, if
0: Eric Logan produced a reality show that was following around Paul Fisher doing DJ sets and then surfing, I would totally watch that. That would be exactly, that would be my priority viewing for the week of coming out of
1: the WSL. Completely. But they should have, I mean, I don't know how you're not in the Santa Monica office. I mean, again, real easy for me to criticize, right? Like I'm negative. I very clearly have different opinions and strong, bad opinions and all this kind of stuff. But uh, looking at the World Surf League website, it gives me an absolute aneurysm that's so messy and horrible to look at. And the content is awful. Like, I don't want to see Sage Erickson in a shaping bay. I don't, like, whatever they're doing, I don't want to watch. I want to watch none of it, right? Well,
0: well, that's, again, this is back to that identity crisis thing. And they don't have the personalities that Bravo has manufactured with their franchises. And then what these their athletes are good at or what their personalities are good at we're not allowed to watch right now which is surfing and so they're in this no man's land and the funny thing is i haven't been to their website in a long time until you posted Uh, the article about
1: branded it. it looks different yeah and
0: i was like oh i guess that's what the wsl's website looks like uh because any i can in the content that i do want to engage with through them i'm got on my phone through my Instagram feed, or if I wanna to listen to Dave Prodan's podcast, I've got that through the podcast feed. I don't necessarily need to go to their website for any of that stuff.
1: Which, and maybe they don't care about their website as much. Maybe they're thinking, okay, we, I think we have care. a robust TikTok channel, we have a robust YouTube channel, we yeah. have a robust you know Facebook, all our socials are clicking. But again, what they're doing does not, even not only does it not necessitate, like having a giant where or whatever their, you know office in Santa Monica like that thing needs to go if you're them if I was Dirk Ziff I would say you we, sorry we're getting out of our lease you are you are all, all are gonna work from home Eric Logan you're gonna work from Manhattan Beach like you don't need to we're, we're a SERP website now we need we need about four people to run this thing
0: let me ask you about Dirk uh, Ziff do you remember when he bought the WSL what year that would have been 2013 maybe
1: yeah around there
0: okay And has presumably or reportedly dumped tens of millions of dollars a year into it. It's a losing venture. A couple of years ago, it was reported they were losing 20 million bucks a year running the the tour. Um, So he's dumped at this point upwards of 100 million bucks. Let's say,
1: let's say say conservatively, 100 million bucks.
0: At which point do you pull the plug on this thing? It has been. Uh, the idea for what the tour even is and the WSL even is has actually been rehashed probably three times since he's been pouring money into it and we're at a nexus now where it's going through its biggest identity change and crisis or transition ever Um, does he want to that so that's gonna necessitate another huge cash influx to get us from where we're at now to where Eric's Eric Logan's vision is it's gonna take another huge infusion when does Dirk say, I've had enough of this? And I don't believe, by the way, that you're going to execute at the level that this needs to execute at at this point.
1: See, I have no idea ever really what Dirk's, like, so, you you know, he what does he have, $4 billion? I don't know. I think he has, let's just say, he has $4 billion. You know, $100 million is a real drop in the bucket. Uh, but now, I don't know where his money came from. I know it was investment stuff. But if he's invested, for example, if he's heavily leveraged in oil for example right now then his wealth is wiped out right if he's if he's invested in commercial real estate I mean that not that his wealth is wiped out but say he's say he has 5 billion by the way 5 billion okay so and say he has big stakes in commercial real estate and oil like he is screwed again let's say he doesn't now and how long is he willing to throw money at the WSL and what you know maybe You know, I mean, I'll hold it well out there. Maybe Eric Logan is right. Maybe the world wants the wall of positive noise. And he thinks once we come out of this coronavirus time, people are gonna need to be cheered up. They're gonna need positivity more than ever. WSL is here just to juice it, right? Just juice the positivity. Uh, and maybe that is what the masses want is this big, positive, tanned boys and girls at the beach, you know, and maybe he can really, they can really go sell that with a pared-down tour, you know, not listening at all to what the grumpy surf fan wants to focus solely on moms in Des Moines or whoever the, whoever the target is, whoever's going to open their wallets for this or buy stuff for their kids or whatever, wherever the, you know, all of that comes from. Maybe he's right. Maybe people want tan boys and girls surfing. Let's just cut it all down. Let's have a reality-based tour where they'll still be the competitive side. It'll be two days of competition, but around that, there's going to be fights and cattiness. And they're all not
0: no, like I said. John, John, and the other surfers aren't interested in playing that version of what all this is. For
1: sure, they're not. But so, who? But who? Who in the QS would Leonardo well, Fior- Fioravanti? So, would he so want to now, do
0: now then, that's a totally different uh, thing. That's an entertainment show and there's still room for world class surfers surfing at pipeline against each other. Yeah. I mean, so, but that's but so I think both things can coexist. They separately, mutually exclusively, they can't exist as one show.
1: But I don't know how the WSL has enough. They they very clearly, they started the stupid studio and built studios in their Santa Monica headquarters years ago. And again, the the best show that they've been able to produce so far is the one with Sean Thompson. I transformed. mean, transformed. Transformed. Like so, that's over all these years. And I know. presumably enough of a budget to do something. This is the best you got. I know. Like transform. I with know. Sean Thompson. I want to believe, dude. And I, I kind of,
0: I was optimistic that something would be in the pipeline. And I'm not sure how much of uh, COVID block that pipeline or if there was just it was never going to transpire I think when way.
1: I think when nothing happens for this long I then know. you pretty much can Dude. just say that they they're, they don't have ideas I mean it's even gram. even the uh, reports that I've heard of them offering contracts to existing surf media real onerous contracts does not bode well right if right. they are begging more or less and tr- you know trying to make a good deal out of it but begging for so now you see on their website they have uh content sharing with the inertia Uh, so they have inertia stories up there stab presumably i'm sure that they'll do some deal to host stab high or to have stab in the dark right and i think those entities will think that they'll float each other that you know a wsl stab in the dark collab is you know that's that's really what's going to save us both except
0: they won't be able to call it Stab in the dark is too dark. We're gonna to have to do stab in the light. Yeah, stab in the light. More positive spin on it. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of my point is like they're at what? Sure, doing those. Let's lift each other up and like but do that's these what, partnerships. Unless they influence, they demand uh, you know creative influence over it.
1: the The best part is though, I think is if this, which I think it fully is happening. I mean, it'll so it'll be stab the inertia and the WSL and Surfline uh, as one surf media body and then beach grit as the other one like where great you guys can all yeah i don't know how many people want to be positive but you guys go do all of that i am so happy for beach grit not to be part of that i mean i would never ever honestly WCL would have to pay a good good deal of money for me to say okay great here we'll do we'll do stuff with you yeah like i i wanted to do stuff with elo initially i thought it could be very funny for both our audience and WSL's audience to have some kind of, this is what bad surfing looks like. I mean, you know, this is what negativity looks like. uh, Or this is what the grumpy local, I mean, there's just think of all the funny shows you could do about like grumpy locals and stuff, like feature the the grumpiest local from each place because every spot has, or not every spot, but many spots have that notorious grouchy enforcer guy so just interview him would be really funny, right? Totally. Or
0: the parking lot guy. Yeah. As portrayed by Ben Stiller in that Taylor Still
1: film. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Exactly. But. Um, but yeah. But so no, back, no longer.
0: Back to Zip though. You said, um, you know, a hundred million bucks is a drop in the bucket when you're worth five billion. You know who cares more about a drop in the bucket than anybody else? Billionaires. Billionaires, of course. Yes. But so. Or. But what's he gonna do? What my follow up thought is. Does he need a losing venture?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, it could he could this this could be a write off, a huge write off that he needs. But I I thought again, this financial
0: That's financial you? hour.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing you did. I don't. I thought that there was a limit of years on how oh. much you could write off something. Like oh, you could write okay. it off, write it off, write it off, write it off. But you can't. You're not allowed to do that forever. Uh, I could be wrong there, but I thought there was like a five to seven year window where after that you can no longer write those losses off. Gotcha. Okay, that would make sense, but if so it's they
0: rebranded was, and re everything, yeah,
1: maybe they, it's a new LLC, maybe and it's a new whatever, and now it's a now it is a not a sporting tour, it is a surf lifestyle right. website. So he gets another five to yeah. seven years to to write off all the losses. Yeah, um,
0: I do think this is the greatest opportunity ever For presented car. to Elo and the WSL. How many fans of sports are dying? for any level of live competition right now. I would especially not all of the things that you're thinking of. NFL, NBA, these fans that are ravenous fans who buy all the jerseys and watch all the games through the seasons. And now the Olympics are canceled too, so you have these kind of world nation state. This is the ripest opportunity ever if if somebody got together a curling championship. You and I and all of those fans I just said would watch that if and if it was live TV on Friday night, everybody would sit around the television or stream it online and watch that competition because we're just ready for something. I
1: don't. I mean, it's really so, it's really baffling to me because you can right now. So
0: what would exactly? So what would Elo need to pull that off? He, all he would need a private plane and Tavarua. which they already own, access to the South Pacific, which they. Already have, and they've done time and time again for dozens. Of I mean, years. you could get on Martin Daly's boat, you could, and just do the top eight. Surfers. You would need access to Kelly Slater. That's it. You would need access to John John Florence. You would need access to Gabriel Medina.
1: Throw Larry Hamilton in there for pity's sake. All of the
0: things that they already have in place, and he could have all the viewership in the world. Which, by the way, not only would be great for that kind of one-time thing, it would completely bolster. The 2021 tour, it would bolster all of their archive catalog. People would then be going on to the worldsurfleague.com tomorrow to watch all of that stuff. It would bolster sponsorship dollars and maybe, everything moving forward. And maybe
1: they are doing this. Maybe there's some big plan. But the like to not act during quarantine, because now I think sports are coming back online in Australia, if I'm not wrong. Like, oh, gonna, are they? I think so. There's okay. going to be enough stuff now where they missed the window already, I feel. Like, maybe so. The window was still open, but... I do not know. There's international flights still going out. I mean, that's right. not not as many as there were, obviously, but you could still get eight surfers to Cloudbreak or eight surfers. To, I mean, there was just, you know, GLAN just asked for all the money because it was shutting down. How, and Indonesia is a bit different, I think, with their quarantine and what's happening there, re the outbreak. But I mean, there's, yeah, South Pacific. You just go to South Pacific. Marshall Islands. Yep. So many places. Yep. People would love it. It would be the best ever display of what we love about competitive surfing. Totally. It's like good waves.
0: Well, it's also good
1: surfers, no no filler.
0: And counterculture to the rest of society's movement, which is true to surfing from the get-go. Sure. Like, there, this checks every single box that you would want. More publicity than you could ever pay for. I
1: mean... The, yes, and
0: even if they didn't pull it off. Like, UFC, Dana White's thing, proclamation about getting an island to hold fights at, he still hasn't done that. Yeah. But he got so much publicity out of doing it.
1: I mean... Out of not doing it. It's, it's, it's silly to me. It's silly to me that there's... And again, what do I know about business? But it's silly the ways that surfing could have branded itself, professional surfing, as the ultimate isolation sport totally it could have done packages on how much sur- surfers hate each other right like having kelly slater uh dropping in on parko and parko's giving him the finger like all the surfing the funny package about how surfing naturally social distance surfers hate other surfers mm-hmm. right you could have a funny voice reading surfers it. hate surfers so much
0: that even when kelly slater breaks quarantine and somehow crosses the boundary from queensland into new south wales and surfs lennox last week all of his fans shame him for it. Exactly.
1: That's how bad we hate. That's how bad we hate surfers, hate other surfers. It's
0: beautiful. I yeah.
1: mean, I, yeah, opportunity loss. Opportunity. That, that's is what's driving me lost.
0: insane. Is like you're looking at the best companies in the world right now, the most forward thinking companies, the game changers are playing offense while everybody else is playing defense, right? Yeah. And the WSL is just sitting doing around
1: uh, so yesterday i watched because there was there's been such a lack of anything any live content at all and by live content i guess i mean sports uh i watched the nfl draft some of it last night did you watch it no so it was the quarantined nfl draft right it was the most awkward production i've ever seen in my entire life which made me think the wsl does production okay like give the nfl nfl had months nfl has billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. And a good two months to plan the quarantine draft right like I don't know when they decided to actually that they weren't gonna be able to do it in the in New York wherever they typically do it they were gonna to have to do it in you know quarantine but they at least had a couple weeks billions of dollars theoretically the best and brightest in terms of production capabilities and their show was so like some people were in rooms where, obviously, the you know weren't soundproofed rooms or anything, and so they're just echoey and tinny. Yeah. Roger Goodell looked like a massive retard; like he, he couldn't track his eyes with the teleprompter, and so looked cross-eyed half the time. And awkward like attempts at being funny. It was just it was so poorly done, and it was still entertaining, right? Or, for was the it? part I was sure. I mean, it's like finally something is happening, and so it was also funny to see how bad it was like to see you know i mean the whole thing was also all the coaches and and of the teams or the team personnel were in their houses and so people comparing oh look at the cardinals coach house you know compared to whoever else's house like so it was it was was like really poorly done but very entertaining uh like worst show ever but you don't you know totally entertaining ticked all the box for entertainment how has the WSL not done something like I mean, again, WSL could have done it actually slick. They're pretty good at on yeah. the fly production, I think. Yeah. And could have done, again, this dream event easily.
0: How is um, the NFL's production versus Peter Mell and uh, Kaipo Guerrero's? Reality show or not
1: reality show, but Kypes, what are they even doing? Kypes and Peter are they starting better. a podcast? There's, there's like start, what is it? There's, it's, I don't even think it's a podcast. I think it is a YouTube show. I think it is a Talking Heads show.
0: And it's just them that they're they're producing it on their own. It's not
1: a WSL. Yeah, thing no. I, I mean, I, as far as I'm aware, it's that those two on their own. Hilarious. I, I, love, I loved it.
0: So Green Room Times sent it to you.
1: Yeah. Which is a
0: Instagram account, like a satirical kind of very funny Instagram Green account. Ruin. Uh, about surf news and then th- you posted the YouTube video of the Kaipo show Kaipo and Pete show and I tried to watch it but it was just like I guess I didn't give it enough of a chance I should have watched the first 10 minutes to really form an idea of what it was I just kind of skimmed through it to try to see and it was unwatchable it was like
1: completely nonsensical but it's dad's discover the youtube is really they called it the youtube no but that's that's the way (laughs) that was green room times sent to me dad's discover the youtube okay okay. uh but i thought i thought that show with if you don't put too much especially i really hope it's not WCL. i don't think it is WCL. but if you don't put too many blockers on those two it's gonna start getting funny between pete and kite i think and then if you start adding guests in there like wild cards it could be really really funny i think it's it's the my, one of my favorite pieces of content that's come out of the uh, of the quarantine
0: that's funny maybe i should give it a chance just it, this one again like the w like the nfl thing it's funny for reasons that they didn't intend at all for it to be but entertaining precisely you
1: know? but it's entertaining that's right. what i think like whatever and this first show is not necessarily probably the best example right. but you could you can really see a spark of something there right that would be very very funny um, so
0: one comment that was left on that surf ads article by the way I think it was the very first to- or the top comment said it's hard to care about the tour when you're worrying about if you're going to end up living in a car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was uh, pretty interesting. I mean, applicable and a real accurate representation for probably the way a lot of people feel. Sure. And it makes you realize that um, as things come out of quarantine, currently, quote, essential businesses are the ones that exist. We're probably going to phase in different levels of business that can exist. But even once everything is kind of reopened, the world tour is a pretty luxury thing. Yeah, and so you have to wonder how long is it until people care about those luxury things again, and it might be a.
1: But I think that, uh, like when people are depressed or bummed, to have to be able to have a break in your brain to yeah. watch something silly like surfing, I think is. I mean, I think the numbers would actually be up. It's funny Do though. You? So- I think the viewership numbers could be because I think people will be... Well, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, somebody else said... Com- I can't remember who commented, but a wise comment of, I hate pumping Chopu on tour on Saturday. I love it on a Tuesday. Where how much... That's a great. How much watching surfing at work is part of the thing. Like surfing as a time kill. Right. And so if everybody's out of jobs, yeah, then I, that's true. I take it back. I think that... WSL professional surfing in the way it currently is long days, bunch of surfers, bunch of heats over multiple days is funnest when you have other things to do and you want it as a distraction. Yeah. If you have nothing to do and or you're like searching for jobs because you got fired and I don't know how interesting having another browser window open. Oh, it's
0: a poke in the eye, dude. Yeah,
1: I mean it would be. So
0: I. I guess my thought when I read that comment was um, I'd almost argue that surfing is the only thing that you care about. If you're living in your car and you can't get a job, surfing, it becomes essential to you and that you recognize it's a reset for you and that's kind of the only thing that matters and I got distracted with earning and acquiring and advancing. Now his point is still absolutely salient in that the tour itself. Doesn't matter. I mean, Watching I, professional surfing doesn't matter. But your own personal surf experience becomes a lot more relevant. I com- and-
1: com- completely agree. I would think that, like, but as your own surfing, like, and enjoyment of it increased, like, I would... I mean, it's those people who comment on beach BeachCurt. Like, I couldn't give two shits about the tour, right? The people who say right. that. Where I think, come on, but it's fun. But it's fun for me because I need to be distracted. I see their point, though, more and more of why would you even be paying attention to it at all let's just all surf. I pay attention to it because I think it's funny but I see the point and I would see more and more people having the same conclusion like people who were you know it's funny to watch at my job if if I don't have a job and or if I have a job that I like and or a different job that keeps me busy or whatever that is the first thing that goes out the window the world tour completely is caring about professional surfers
0: um as it relates to your talk, when we were talking about the QS and people traveling around the world and kind of then if there's just a eight person world tour or whatever, what about the idea of antibody prime citizens of the earth? So as we come out of this, this is a real thing. Like even currently people who have already had coronavirus who have an antibody or just an immunity against it have extra value in the workspace especially when you look at something like sales, where interfacing with clientele is pretty important. Somebody who can go out in the field and interface with people has a lot more valuable, they're more valuable asset to the company than somebody who is stuck to working at home. So could there be, how does that apply to the surf world at large? And if you're a surfer, if you're a professional surfer who is immune to this virus, you can now travel the world with impunity you're more likely to get sponsor dollars. You're then more visible to everybody because of those things. And then if there are professional contests happening, you have the government doesn't put you through that quarantine process. So if you're a Brazilian arriving in Australia, you get the check mark on your passport or on your visa saying you can go directly to the contest rather than spend two weeks in quarantine. It opens up a lot of green lights.
1: And it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy police state, though. To cut kind of, like everybody's gonna have to have their dang yeah medical records fully available which, to the government, which
0: is a very practical thing. Like that's actually gonna probably going to happen. To
1: be real, it's gonna be a crazy bummer coming out of this thing, though. Is how much I mean, of course, police state overreach after yeah. this. Yeah, oof. But yeah, antibody so, antibody prime citizens, antibody prime. I mean,
0: are, what, what happens to the rest? They just get put in camps covid camps you go through that yeah you go through a quarantine process i guess
1: yeah
0: and you're also vulnerable like because then you might actually get it and who knows whether or not you have the immunity you, you and the wherewithal it. to survive it Oof. You know? um, dystopian world it's a dystopian world where again that elite level
1: become even more elite yep except what if a bunch of like non-elite what if say about david silva is the super is the uh, has the super immunity and John John Florence is stuck quarantined.
0: So I thought about that. Oh, that's an interesting point. I was thinking the opposite. So you, different- just,
1: you were just assuming that it, what if What if it's the worst? What if it's... Uh- no,
0: that's not what I was assuming. I was assuming there's now added value on the virgins. Like the super elite who are... Um, we have, the super elite have a microchip in their arm from Google. They've got the checks on their passport from all the governments. They've got all the sponsor dollars. They become a robot almost. They become the uh, yeah the AI the artificial intelligence. But there becomes this virginal un you know infil- unfiltered version of humanity that is still subject to all of the virus. And living a more pure form of the human existence that we once knew.
1: But what if it's like Wade Carmichael, who's the superhuman, and it's Gabe Medina, who is getting sick, a little sickly, can't get the checks on his passport. He surfs really well. Hey, Gabe, love your surfing, but sorry.
0: I'm going to have to go with the AI version of humanity in that scenario. So
1: you're going to take Wade Carmichael, yeah. AI Wade, AI'd yeah. Wade Carmichael, just yeah. ripping, yeah. power surfing around the globe.
0: Because I don't want Gabe, no matter what. Really? am anti-gabe still i don't know i like i mean I, I like having gabe on tour as a villain and all that sort of stuff but i like rooting against him yeah he's only there for me to root against yeah um in regard to business we're looking at how the world tour will or will not survive how pro surfers will or will not survive i'm wondering where wave pools as a business lands there is more money going into that thing from a lot of different angles, a lot of different pool companies, a lot of different investment.
1: I mean, I reckon they're just rubbing their hands with glee. I mean, not to be rude. Oh my goodness. People are not gonna travel the same way they did. And so instead of booking a trip to Hawaii, they'll book a trip to Palm Springs and surf the pool. But I if mean, they're
0: not gonna travel, there's st- wave pools are still reliant on travel.
1: Yeah, but they're, but I mean, most of them are near population centers. You know, you have the one in Austin, right? It's yeah, an, It's in Austin. I mean, Austin, there's enough people in Austin and Texas to flood that thing right the palm springs ones you have all of greater la and san diego and orange county uh where's a wave pool that's not by a mass population center melbourne you got melbourne well let's back up a minute a lot of the
0: investment money going into that was uh let's let's presume can still be retracted you know like the ones that are being built in palm springs right now aren't built yet or there's Want are early levels, early levels of building. Oh, but if you're the investors in those, do you want to keep dumping money? In oh, them?
1: I, I would double down. Really? Me, people are not going to travel for at least like you're going to have a a percentage of the population now, probably a fair percentage that is too afraid to travel for this foreseeable future, right? And so instead of honey, I had us booked to Kauai, but ugh, those icky planes. I'm go. We're going to Palm Springs because I want to surf. So I'm
0: going to go to a densely concentrated cesspool in the desert?
1: Yeah, but I think people... I think the air travel part is going to be both prohibitive for some people, like as it's going to inevitably get more expensive, and scary for people. Like, you know, just the germ tube that an airplane is
0: i get that part of it i'm just saying i don't think that the solution is to go get into a pool where you're not socially distanced like like the bsr cable park in um are you packed
1: in there are you shoulder to shoulder yeah but
0: they'll put they'll it's dump, a tiny footprint
1: they'll dump chlorine in there and they'll say just like trump said for killing it with i mean with clorox or whatever he said that was oh, really good hand
0: one. sanitizer hand. inject he suggested suggest injecting hand sanitizer. I think
1: it was I think it was, uh, chloro- bleach, wasn't was it? Was it really? I think it was bleach.
0: I thought it was hand- insane either I th- way. I th- I thought you, thought did it you was- see the woman's face sitting yeah. off to the side? There's one camera angle that like zoomed in on her and she just... First she was staring at him wide-eyed. She started shaking her head like subliminally and then she just put her head down and like stared at her lap going, are you kidding
1: But me? the best is the like people get... I mean the news media is... Just rubbing their hands, waiting to pounce on that stuff, you know. And then you just have all these finger wagging articles about how you know damaging and insane he is. But grump or Trump, grump, Trump is honestly like a kind of semi senile senile grandpa who's up there just riffing, right? Like he's just totally say, oh, riffing, yeah, sweet. But drinking bleach. But people
0: will enact. Like people will. Already,
1: I read that they already are. It's already up, like people drinking cleaning solutions and whatnot to try to try to kill this thing. Uh, but I mean, come on! At some point, if you really drink Clorox because the president said it was a good idea, then you deserve I mean, to be you don't deserve it. But you're gonna, you <laughs> something else is gonna happen.
0: This is the Tide Pod Challenge of yeah, 2018. Uh, exactly, Remember that
1: exactly, exactly that. Like if that, those
0: people actually now have an immunity to, to coronavirus, they're there. laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we saw this but coming. We're good.
1: I'd be way, way, way bullish on wave pools if I was, in, if I had money to invest. I,
0: I am not at all. You
1: think they're done? I don't think I mean, they're it, done. I, I just think that whatever trajectory
0: all those investors had had hoped. It's going to fall way, way short of
1: that. I think. I think they can advertise and sell micro travel, right? You get in your own That's car. That's the only you way to sell You come out here. Us. We got you a hotel room here. You know, you book the pool a hotel room that somebody else just
0: checked out. No, no, we have, we add. have,
1: we like spray that thing. You know, I mean, there's going to be a whole new industry based on spraying down hotel rooms and all this kind of stuff. It's all clean. It's all clean. You don't get in on a plane. You're not around many other people. You're controlled. You're safe. You're near home. Great healthcare facilities around the corner. Da, 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 da.
0: It if this bodes well for any one of the companies, it bodes well for Kelly Slater Wave Co. because L'Amour? you can socially distance in that pool. Oh, that, that's the footprint of that pool is so large that you don't interact with other surfers anymore. Oh, that's true. That's true.
1: In in his his style of pool. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That yeah. pool you can socially distance in, whereas the BSR cable park one, your shoulder there's twelve people in the pool and the pool's tiny.
1: And maybe maybe this is all literally that Dirk is doing is holding on till he has enough wave pools. That that's the that's the business moving forward. This loss leader that is the WSL, all of it, from the tour to the content to the media to Eric Logan's salary, is all just pissed away. Uh, to eventually advertise and build an appetite for Kelly Slater Way Pool coming soon to a Chicago suburb near you.
0: Interesting. It is a big,
1: big bet. And yeah. It's a lot of money after lost money. Putting yeah. in money after lost money. But throwing good money after bad, as they say. But no, I'd be bullish on I'd be bullish on the Palm Springs pools for sure, or one of them. I don't know that all three, but but the what's his name's already up and running. The it's uh, not open to the public though. It's not. I mean, it's
0: like they have water in it and they're running the yeah machine. because they
1: had an exact they bought an ex- i think smartly bought an existing facility yeah and then retrofitted it
0: yeah that helps yeah that helps it. with the build they, out cost yeah all right chaz well should we um, go to commercial break and then come back with barrel or not exciting all right let's do it free that's linkedinjobs.com slash surf to post your job for free terms and conditions apply all right chaz welcome
1: back to the show do you are you gonna wear after you're done with your bandana <laughs> are you gonna get something fancier are you gonna go once they restock are you gonna get an N95 let's assume that we're gonna be wearing masks in store for the next over summer at least are you comfortable with your bandana look yeah i am Yep. uh again is
0: my new mask that you're offering me going to be washable yes okay i'm have you the banana hasn't really served me wrong yet you know it's what, simple and it does the job
1: i wonder if you went to a grocery store dressed in your in medical scrubs with a medical mask do you think people would applaud you or run away from you would they? Because they're all, all the frontline workers are getting that is a
0: great question.
1: applauded now, right? So would you be like a celebrity, like walking down the aisles, people buying stuff for you? People are so dumb but, that or would they, they would sp- applaud.
0: Would, they would they- stand and applaud and probably try to hug.
1: And then, so they wouldn't sprint. You don't think they'd think this is a doctor who just possibly came out of a coronavirus ward?
0: They're not smart enough to make that uh, connection.
1: Did, did they you- would
0: just stand and applaud because it's the right thing to do? You know, in terms of like
1: uh, well, outward, it makes me want to wear scrubs and a mask because so nobody people hide from you. No, or so people people life. applaud just walking right. down, all right, chest puffed out. Jeez, that's like you're, lying you're about out. having cancer and then taking a GoFundMe. The whole thing though is there's a ma- we wear masks. Like if I could lie about having cancer and a GoFundMe with a mask over my identity, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But.
0: Do you want people's applause that much? No, but it'd
1: be, it would be funny to walk into a grocery store and hear the thank you for your service. And you're on the front lines and you're saving lives. And just be, you know, just underneath the mask whispering, I have a surf blog. <laughs> well, the other thing is,
0: is the applause really that if your face is all covered and you're playing an assumed role that isn't really you does it feel that validating in the first place
1: no it doesn't feel any just to feel just to hear what that sounds like though just to wonder what it would what it sounds like purely for people to cheer for you you can get 12 articles out of this if you do this yeah people would be real just think how mad people would be that i pretended to be a there's no such thing as bad publicity dude no all good mad people are engaged people surf journalist pretends to be a doctor so he can get applauded at grocery store is a good title enragement is engagement that's so true okay i'm doing it i'm gonna
0: dress in scrubs and while you're doing it and people are applauding you suggest that they drink hand sanitizer do you i should say
1: (laughs) i got a hot tip inject clorox hot tip everybody coming from dr smith uh do you think I could even, I probably can't even get scrubs. They're probably all sold out, dang it. Just think how mad people would be if I took a pair of scrubs away and a medical mask away from a real doctor just to their, walk around this. Their side.
0: enragement is legitimate. I think they have every right to be enraged. And I really uh, encourage you to to make this happen. I'm no going to. The reality is, you no, you won't be able to get scrubs. You guys can manufacture a fake scrub outfit.
1: Yeah. You can find though? like
0: a pillowcase that is scrub colored and you a, repurpose that. A
1: blue a blue, light blue pillowcase? Yeah, sheets. Yeah, okay. Light blue sheets. So basically wear a toga. Do you think people No, like, you're gonna need to do some sewing. And but I'm also gonna need to get a pair of crocs. All That's those true. doctors wear crocs. That's true. Ooh, I have a doctor friend. I'm gonna it's a woman, but so maybe it'll fit my womanly figure even better. Yeah. Okay. So
0: you, yeah, you can um I have a feeling you could Seem you could tailor those. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm doing this this okay. this experiment. Sweet, we'll look for it on beachgrit.com
1: yeah. next week. All right, Chaz, barrel or nah? Exciting. Drinking out of mason jars. So nah, because you want to know what happens every time. Looks cool. Dribbles down the chin. There's no way to get lip seal around a mason jar. Around the threading. Around the, the threading. It, it is a guaranteed dribble.
0: Well, so. I'm sure most people are aware there has been a mason jar movement for the last, I'd say, five years. I'm kind of late to even bring this up. It's a hipster thing. Sure. And it's like, yeah, you go to a bar and you order a $15 cocktail and it comes in a mason jar. I agree with you. I'm not comfortable putting my lips on the threading. The other weird thing about a mason jar is that the lid, the screw-off part, is different than the flat top part. It pops in and out. Which is bizarre. The whole thing. So that you could... I think it's for like for jellies and jams. So you could put like a little cloth thing in there. Maybe ride on it even. I don't know. I don't understand any of it. I have no idea how this became a trend. I don't know why people have embraced it.
1: It's strange. I mean, it looks cool. It looks like folksy, right? I think moonshiners
0: might have started this in Tennessee or Kentucky. Yeah. And then people like we're trying to kind of appropriate that culture sure
1: it looks I'll, I'll say it has a look it has an aesthetic that's not offensive but drinking from one i guess unless you serve me a mint julep in a mason jar with a straw even then i'm out i think really? it has to
0: be moonshine that's it
1: shine i've done but the problem is you can't drink shine with a straw i did have moonshine Why do you want a straw because you dribble it's oh, a right, guaranteed right, right, dribble right, right, the right, only right. way to exactly counteract right. the dribble is with a straw yeah with a... moonshine
0: and a straw would not be good no that that
1: would burn So the your mint throat.
0: julep you picked because it requires a straw.
1: because it's a it's a straw it's both southern because if you have okay. like a mojito in your mason jar it doesn't really go right like cuban culture and no. mason jar so a southern drink mint julep that is typically consumed with the straw in a mason jar i'm gonna give that a barrel Otherwise, I'm gonna say no.
0: Does the mint julep have sugar in it, like a cube, like the? Um, I
1: don't. I don't think it has granulated sugar, like because that would be a problem for me if
0: the straw is sucking up off the bottom, no. driving granules into my mouth. I'm not into that. No, I
1: think the mint julep has a lot of crushed ice. You know that delicious kind of crushed ice. Yep. Bourbon and. I don't even, creme de mint? I don't know how to make a mint julep now that okay. I think about it. But
0: it does have mint. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah, crushed mint.
1: Uh, okay, so what
0: if you go to somebody's house? Like, the, the mason jar, I guess, as you're talking about it, I'm realizing, has applicability in certain unique scenarios. Certain unique. But I even guess then. The problem for me is that it jumps the shark when you are in, you know, a hip or like a expensive restaurant, like I said, in Laguna Beach. And they're serving you a $15 cocktail and something like that. And the worst offense is if you go to somebody's house and they try to serve you a drink in a mason jar because they're following the trend that hard, yep. I would smash that drink on the, and the glass on the ground and walk out of my friend's house.
1: And say no, no. no
0: putting down my foot, dear, yeah. dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, so, I hear you.
0: But, Minjula. I walk in wearing a bandana around my neck like a cowboy. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs>
1: but I'm I was, too good for the mason jar. I think I already asked. Uh, I wonder how much bank robberies are up these days. You didn't ask, but I looked into it last week. Was is it? (laughs) As it it turns out, is it up?
0: Um, I don't. uh, So I don't know if it's actually up. But I did Google like COVID nineteen crimes, and there are a lot of articles about crime sprees that are taking place. The one that I came across was um, a couple that was doing like robbing um, liquor store gas stations, just because masked running in. Easy access, yeah. Like they're not looked like as a subject when they walk in or a suspect, and then. But the problem was, that, which shocked me, they were getting away with five hundred bucks or less at every. The highest one was five hundred bucks, and yeah. most of them were like a hundred to two hundred bucks. Why would you risk time in jail for three hundred dollars? Yeah, I mean, my cousin was a stinking bank
1: robber, and but he, that. But he's risking for bigger sums of money. Not all the time, really. Yeah, because you're hitting one teller, and you're, you know, like so. Sometimes yes, he would get more. But sometimes he would get a lot less, a substantial amount less. What was his average take? I don't know. I think I got to get it. I'll ask him what his average was. But uh, $10,000, I think less. Yeah, that's not worth it. See, I mean, of course. But then he, you know, robbed however many robbed a bunch. Well, so
0: you can probably weigh in on this based on his experience. My understanding is that you can get away with robbing a bank because they're trained not to fight back or whatever or retaliate or try to even capture you the problem is um, you they'll try to find you after the fact and most people rob more than one bank for the reason that you just said or they get away with that one and so they got the taste and they want more so after you do it multiple times that's when people get caught but for the most part if you can avoid all the cct cameras and The cell phone triangulation and all the stuff that's meant to track you nowadays, it's not like somebody's going to put a gun. If you rob a bank, it's not like somebody's going to put a gun in your face or stop you at the door even. You're going to get back into your car and presumably get home safely. If they can track you through third-party triangulation, then you're busted. But you're not going to get stopped. And then going back and trying to do it more than once, you're definitely going to get caught based on all that information. So. But the ten thousand bucks isn't worth it.
1: That's what I'm saying. You don't get very. It much. has to be like quarter of a million. Yeah, you definitely don't get it. no because you got to to do that. You got to go in the vault, and once you go in the vault, then your chances are you're going to get caught in the bank. I think, like once you start hitting the vault, is your then you're stuck. Yeah, I mean, then you have to be really, really, really adept at what you're going. The, the uh, what's his name, Galgosian, some Armenian last name, uh, the most prolific in history. Uh, bank robber in history he's still alive in some can't remember where he is some jail but um yeah like he methodically planned it out every time and but you know eventually he got busted too like I think eventually you get busted even if you're really methodical
0: yeah so the reality is um, bank robber mask or not quarantine mask or not I don't think that's the best way to steal money nowadays yeah especially considering that paper money is valueless and there's no gold standard You need to just hack into the system and get some of that stimulus money that doesn't, apparently, coming from Chaz's expert advice, doesn't come off of somebody else's ledger. No, It's strictly numbers on a computer. Hack into the system, add a couple zeros to your bank account,
1: move on, nobody gets hurt. Except you may crash the economy because it may be your couple zeros that then put doubt into the minds of the consumer that, wait, this is a shell game, isn't it? I've already got that figured out.
0: No, you don't tell anybody else. You so better be you better. There's no doubt it. that gets cast because it's not like I'm gonna go buy a
1: Ferrari with that money. What if what if you did? What would you buy? What'd be the first thing if you Lamborghini. No, I'm just kidding. If you just say you did either you robbed a bank or you did some, you know, financial malfeasance and you got a hundred thousand dollars today and and you knew you weren't gonna get busted for it. What would be your first your first buy? Property. Would you? But you can't buy what property are you to buy for a hundred thousand dollars. It's a down payment. On what? A house. Where? Riverside. No. You're gonna put a down payment on a trailer in Riverside. No, with that's a,
0: that's a down payment, dude. On what? If you buy a million, you could buy million dollar properties all throughout Orange County. That's a ten percent down payment.
1: Okay, so you would put you would put ten down on a inlet on a house in Stanton, California.
0: <laughs> dude, you could buy. Half million dollar house is in Stanton, so that's a 20% down payment.
1: <laughs> I think 20% is the down payment that's required these days. No. It's not? It's no. a tenner?
0: You can get away with less. It just depends on how much money you want to spend on how much...
1: So that's what you do, though. You'd throw, you'd throw money I'd down. i buy
0: property is the answer to your question.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because it's
0: a relatively safe investment. Almost certainly a safe investment. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not going to get busted. No. Yeah. I obviously, in most scenarios where you're stealing money you uh people are going to be looking for big expenditures yep so but you just said i can't get busted can't you're not gonna get gotta, busted you yeah. got it yeah property clean done all right barrel or not number two this i think i presented to you years ago but somebody actually dm'd me and asked me to ask you again barrel or not uggs
1: uh i can't remember what i would have said last time but i'm still <laughs> going to say, going to say barrel you did say barrel last time, yeah. I believe. I'm a barrel on Uggs. Are you? I, I Totally. I think Uggs are functional. I think they are practical. I think when you're surfing, I don't think, or less so in Southern California, but still, in the winter months, I don't currently own a pair of Uggs, but I have owned pairs of Uggs in the past. Uh, yeah, I'm a barrel. I'm so barrel. Uh, Uggs as fashion statement, silly, but Uggs as, you know... But not even now. Uggs' fashion statement when they were fashionable was silly. But you can rock out a pair of Uggs right now. Anytime I see crusty Dude, Uggs, and Sweats, you know that guy surfs. Like, I mean, <laughs> if he's a surfer. But you know he actually surfs. Like, he that guy goes surfing.
0: Um, Uggs are... I almost don't wear them out in public because I don't want to be associated with trying to make the fashion statement or whatever. Um, I'll switch out into... Some other shoes, even if I'm wearing the Uggs at home. But they are so comfortable. They're they're the best. I So I, don't I have the... They,
1: they never stink, right? I think the mine wool... Mine never have. Yeah, no. I think the wool, whatever, lanolin or whatever's on it.
0: I don't yeah. love coming out straight out of a surf. When your feet are wet... And sandy. I definitely wouldn't do sandy in my Uggs. But even when they're wet... The, it's hard to get on. Yeah. It creates a little bit of friction. So I generally don't do straight out of the surf into the Uggs. But they are the warmest, most comfortable things ever. I recently got the house slippers. Mm -hmm. They're the freaking best, dude. They're like, they're snug. I didn't realize my feet enjoy snugness. Yeah. I thought they wanted to be free all the time. But the warm wool. Cocoon. like a hug on your... A hug full of love so on your foot your is, foot is in the wo- delightful.
1: In a womb, it in a really is pleasure womb.
0: It, that's the thing. It's I think uh, nostalgic from my childhood, yeah. from pre-childhood when I was actually in the womb. Sure, that's what my feet are feeling. Barrel, we should get Uggs
1: to sponsor. I tried. What they say? Well, I'm not. We had, had to screw them. We
0: have a good longtime listener who worked uh, for Ugg, and uh, but he no longer does. So. I think I,
1: if I recall last time, I. I mentioned uh, in Coos Bay, Oregon, where I, where I was from, I think they were in Coos Bay, maybe Coquille or somewhere around there. There was the off-brand Uggs, the UG S's. Is that really a thing? Yeah, Uggs. And I thought That's I thought that the UGGS, the Australian ones, were the fake ones. And so I was always looking for UGHSs. S's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uggs, that oh, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i love that it's spelled like Ugh. yeah uh, like you're just depressed yeah. and
1: tired in koos you were everybody was that is hilarious yep. dude
0: all right so barrel on ugg that barrel. is not a paid advertisement they just nope. got a freebie from us totally free um okay this final barrel or not again cycles back to where we were at at the beginning of the show punishing someone for their past lewd behavior so this is related to a Beach Grid article derek Riley posted um lost just posted an old video which was on the road with spike and it shows our beloved comp wsl commentator strider Wazaluski in lewd acts uh in cabo in mexico 25 years ago and so the question is this has been coming up a lot with the me too movement as well where it's like videotape comes out of somebody from a time where this action actually was socially acceptable. Now it looks horribly um, wrong. It's actually criminal now. Yeah. So can you (laughs) punish somebody for a past lewd behavior when it was socially accepted with today's standards?
1: I mean, I think you can never apply, uh, that's not true because you can apply our standards Today, I think of like overt racism or sexism or all this retroactively, right? I don't think you can shame people. I think where it becomes shame or shaming somebody else, you know, the good Bible verse, to take the plank out of your own eye first, which is I think shaming anyone is a no barrel to begin with, unless they're doing something so egregiously wrong, criminally horrible. like. Obviously, pedophiles and the like should be shamed out, out of their pedophilia. But and
0: that's always been out of fashion. Though. That's sure. not now fashionable.
1: You know, or, or wasn't fashionable then. I mean, it, it was like there's a. Did you read the story about the French author? No, that was a pretty vague intro. The story about the <laughs> French author. Uh, there's a. It French... sounds like something a Frenchman would do. <laughs> there was a French author who loved. Like was an avowed pedophile, loved it, was what? super into it, yeah, and would write write books about it, and his books won awards in France, and he was living, he had the French government stipend uh, for like legendary writers until very very recently, and it finally they finally just took his 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 stipend or his money away. There was a New York Times story about it. I'll try to find it and send it to you. Yeah, but he was wow. he was like a honored revered friends with the president not macron but uh i can't remember which french president but like and and was a noted pedophile who wrote about the pleasures of pedophilia holy cow yeah that is insane <laughs> yep france. okay viva la france yeah so anyway all to say though uh but then i think so in the case of like a strider in the case of something that has aged poorly yes We've all done things that have aged poorly, right? Have you? Absolutely. I mean, and so I'm
0: mortified. When I look back, like, to high school and things that I said to try to fit in, that I knew at the time, like, this isn't where my heart is at, but like, I want to fit in so bad that you say and do things. Throwing a burrito at somebody riding their bike down Beach Boulevard when I was driving home from the beach because I, you know, it would get a laugh. Yeah. And seeing the burrito hit that person and like knowing I felt bad deep down, but superficially it had value and i was laughing like i cringe now thinking about that
1: see stuff. uh my my first i was it maybe <laughs> come as a surprise to you but i was editor of my high school newspaper and got asked to leave the editor job uh or got kicked off i should say um not even i can't remember what i got kicked off for i think i was the only person to ever get kicked out of the kicked off the newspaper staff but uh I wrote a story, one of my very first editorials was on how people who had AIDS deserved it. What was the
0: thesis for the piece? <laughs> Why did they deserve it?
1: But unless you had it through a bl- blood transfusion, you were doing something to deserve AIDS. Because you were so morally like I was just like hey devout man, no I like mean, if you're having sex not we, so- I mean yeah I was just like, hey this is totally controllable I was like, if you get cancer if you've got something you don't control it this one you catch it from behavior so if you're doing those behaviors and you get AIDS then you, you deserve coverage. AIDS. You had, you had a, yeah. A big editorial. A, like, you know, front page, letter from the editor. People who have AIDS deserve it. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so there you Some go.
0: Some listener needs to
1: dig that so, so talk about Strider and his, yeah, past shameful behavior. I mean, we, isn't that just what growing up is, is being shameful and society, society it feels like is bending or has been bending towards, what i don't want to say because it's not society isn't bending towards more morality but i guess it always whatever it's bending away from you're you're doing something bad because society's always bending right
0: yeah and i i honestly think that um i don't know the uh virtue signalers now are the ones who we're gonna look back at precisely as and laugh at like stride like people are laughing at strider Like, they're going to be the ones who actually don't age well.
1: For sure. I mean, it'd be be like the, you know, Jesuits, like hardcore Jesuits during, or, you know, like where you look back on the people who were really wagging their finger at everybody. Right. The Pharisees and the hypocrites and all this, like as, you know, that, oh man, I was so embarrassed because I would go around shaming everybody when I was 18, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I would be on Facebook all day just just shaming people. Exactly. Well, so... How do
0: you, did you watch the Strider footage? I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I know it well because I watched that VHS over and over again. So there's two scenes that I remember. The screen grab that Derek posted, which was Strider in a bar um, in Cabo. And there's a girl in a real loose fitting kind of summer dress, short summer dress, dancing on the bar over the top of him. And so he just tilts his head back and like looks up her skirt. That, the screenshot is compelling, Those are two consenting adults. That girl is dancing on the bar knowing she's showing it all off and she knows Strider's there. Presumably she's dancing for Strider. So while the screenshot's compelling, it's actually non-offensive to me. There's another scene that they didn't show, which is um, two girls in the morning, on on the beach in the morning, like just kind of enjoying a cup of coffee and they're underage visibly you could tell they're like young teenagers and he and i forget who else is with him maybe chris ward like go up to the girls and they're like chatting them up trying to flirt with them and you could tell they're doing it for the camera but they're basically just flirting with the girls and even as a young kid when i watched that was i felt like uh, these are two like 18 year old dudes hitting on young girls and And these girls clearly aren't into it. They're wondering why there's a camera there. They're like they want these guys to kind of leave them alone. So I always felt that that was cringy, anyways. I'm not pointing too much of a finger of blame at Strata because he's doing it for the camera. Like it was all a stunt for the camera, you know? So there there wasn't any big offense. And there wasn't any physical touch. And there was nothing even close to like that. But um I don't hold strider in any uh like this will not come back to harm strider other than us talking about him he's not going to lose a job at the wsl there's nothing in here that is in any way like incriminating but uh i think that where the fine line lands in terms of can you retroactively punish somebody is was the behavior uh out of line at that time yeah right so it's become the line is moved and it's become out of line now you can't apply today's logic over that time so was it out of line at that time and did it that's kind of where you want it and nothing that strider did in that video was out of line at that time no I mean
1: but look it's I wonder if every generation obviously the me Too whole movement you know happened in our time and so we can instantly go back you know with a a brand new set of values more or less that obviously society had been moving this way i guess you could argue but you know the it felt like a real sea change of no it's not okay to treat women this way right uh where so we could all of a sudden go back instantly and look at all this stuff where i wonder if every generation gets older and thinks oof I mean, I guess they do. Of like, course. I remember my grandma talking racist stuff, yeah. and you know, the the argument always, you know, well, you know, that's the language they used in their time or whatever. Like, so, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: guess um, if everything like now everything is filmed and recorded, if our youth was filmed and recorded, oh. the things that I would be incriminated for now that i did then i probably deserve to be incriminated for because at the time like i said throwing that burrito i knew it was wrong at the time yeah so if i got busted now it's kind of like well i kind of had it coming because i knew at that i time. shouldn't have been doing it yeah you know
1: so man yeah tough well yeah. kids pay attention don't film everything. Don't put everything on the internet, kids. And also be thinking, if you have that little small voice in your head saying, ooh, this is a bad idea, then that will for sure age poorly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: That. Listen to that small voice.
1: Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <sighs> boom. All right, man. We did lots of good work today, Chaz. We really gave people sound financial advice, a real foundation for future investments and things. Yep. Are you scared about the petrodollar?
0: I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, the petrodollar. No, I'm not.
1: Really? it's over
0: i'm fine with that really i already drive a hybrid
1: no no it's going to collapse the economy that's where the economy is going to actually collapse yeah until next time yeah it's over it's a wrap
0: (laughs) all right we'll see yeah i you speak with such conviction about these financial subjects that i really want to believe (laughs) But past experience has taught me not to listen to your advice
1: (laughs) oh palm springs pools kids invest exactly. today
0: Chad smith's advice yep. buy high sell low <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right dude beachgood.com at Surfjournalist at surf splendor uh thanks to album surfboards for hosting us
1: as soon as it's over please swing by buy, buy a surfboard sur-
0: buy it now i mean Wait,
1: use your stimulus
0: check to buy a surfboard
1: stinking they have the prettiest soft tops down there i ever done seen in my life and the hard tops too are pretty good i mean it's beautiful all right chas until next time get bear.